PMA. PM Izzle, we bizzle with we back. AT Izzles. Yeah. Before we get started, you know what to do. Like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell. I go gang. Put a nice little comment in the motherfucking So like, share so we can get the whole world arrogant. You feel me? Without further ado, enjoy a funky ass show. Bitch! From the 215 to 302, we kick some facts and talk the news. We keeping it real while acting a fool. So pardon my arrogance and let me holla at you. Ear, 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 Atlanta. Ear, ear, Season 4. Ear. Episode 3. Atlanta is the show, uh, the king of shows with random shit. Wild randomness, it's but you will happening. laugh. You're going to laugh and you're going to learn. <laughs> you're going to laugh and you're going to scratch your head and pause probably and think like, wait the fuck a uh, minute. Let's just get started, man. Episode starts off with the wild crazy cappuccino <laughs> with, a, with a white jaw. Sticking up the jaw, and they having group meetings about how we gonna get this, how they gonna get out of her, and the fucking goddamn ways they were talking was just bro. typical. I love, typical, I bro. love that scene because it's like, bro, like what we gonna do? Oh, this is America. Let's, let's say, let's say the whole day is she was well within her rights because it's a crime here, or or let's try to drum up some pass of the young yeah. boy. Like this what? is America. That's kind of like what happened to Ahmaud Aubrey. It's happened to every damn near almost any black man who gets killed and he wasn't supposed to be killed. They, I was looking at the pivot podcast. Media gets you crazy. Know, you know, Slay with his cousin. Who? What? That's his family. Ahmaud Aubrey. Slay's Slay's people. Damn, big play Slay. Yeah. That's that's, that's different Brunswick. That's crazy. Georgia, that's Georgia, crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, yeah. Crazy. Anyway, so yeah, uh, but, but Atlanta does a great job with bringing relevant shit that's yeah, going yeah, on. No, that's what that's what. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I mean, do like re- re- realistically, you know, when Childish Gambino put that song out years ago, "This Is America," he should have just renamed the whole fucking show from Atlanta to "This Is America" because that's what the whole show is about. Every episode, you are gonna get some in your face reality. Of shit that we deal with, that we see in the news, that we see in the media on a daily basis, and they're gonna bring it to you, and they're gonna also put a comedic twist on it. And they was trying to basically say that the same thing with Paperboy, and that's how the music industry is. Like, yeah. you know, gonna stay relevant, boom, boom. That Chief Keith shit had me cracking. Chief Keith shit had me cracking up. The opening joint when the boy was like, I give you a milli, though. He was like, Oh, you know, <laughs> he geeking like I'm not gonna turn none of him. That's the one that'll get you turned. But the boy was like, you could have got ten, right? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of that. That boy said an M to do nothing. I thought taking. I thought that studio sesh like that was for me the moment where Paperboy was like, I'm about done with this rapping shit. These young boys don't even know who the fuck I am. I'm getting paid an M to do this shit, and then the whole yodeling and all that. I thought that was the moment that he's like, I'm done being a rapper. But then we see him later on in the app where he's having a meeting with all the other black balls and they talking about the YWA, bro. <laughs> that shit had me kicking. Yeah. young white avatars, bro. <laughs> they talking about these YWAs and, and it was just like, I thought the scene before that, you see him in the studio and I'm like, he's done with rapping. And then the YWA shit, it looked like he took it on the chin like, nigga, I'm still popping. I just did a tour. But they they put it up to him in reality, like nigga, that's only gonna last for what's gonna feel like six more months, nigga. And your ass gonna be wild irrelevant. Yo, it was a crazy app, bro. It was, it was a crazy app. We didn't see uh what my man Lakeith and all episode. Yeah, end. We, I don't we, know what he got. Going we didn't on. see Van at all in the app. I thought it was a it was a urn 
Paperboy joined the shit with Earn with the D'Angelo shit, bro. Like, let's talk about this shit because it's like it was so many metaphors yeah, there. They got it, bro. Have the- it your way. <laughs> Even though I thought when Earn, how does it feel to sit in a room for a week? Oh, to get off a Dasani for a treat? Oh, to say shut the hell up, have a seat? Oh. And when you finally get done, they open the fucking door to the wall and it's a fucking D'Angelo retreat. Like, I just don't understand what's going on, bro. Is that nigga living in a fucking wall? What, what, hold on. Let's, let's, just, let's, let's just put this out there. That wasn't D'Angelo, right? Because <laughs> I know some other niggas was like, wait. That's not D'Angelo now, right? He ain't deteriorate that bad, right? He sounded good. He sounded good, though. He did. I think that was D'Angelo actually singing. I, I know that I was. I think it was D'Angelo actually was. singing, but that big, that big ass fake game looking nigga ain't no Yo, added. what the fuck was that nasty ass sandwich shit? He pulls the bread oh, out. Fuck all that. And peels what it. What the fuck did he put on that nigga forehead? Bro, Is it was peanut, peanut butter, butter, bro. Look, when he pulled the loaf out the friggy, he peeled two pieces apart like he already made pre-made peanut butter sandwiches and put them back in the bread loaf and put them in the fridge. Who does that? Then he peels it out and puts chicken skin on this motherfucker. That's how you get your voice up there, bro. No, shot. No, Live shot. Have it your way. <laughs> the secret is chicken and peanut Yo. butter. I thought, though, that that whole waiting room <laughs> portion... <laughs> Was a great. I didn't know. I thought. It I thought was it was a metaphor, day, bro. I thought it was, but then when he said, "I've been here all week," I thought What's that was a metaphor, bro. In the, the old head, not Look, saying that. I think about been it. Stole him. Think about it. I'm gonna say this, and I want you to. I want you to simmer and, and give me your thought on it. I thought that whole scene in that waiting room was a metaphor for Earn's life. That he's trapped in a prison of doing some shit he don't want to do. When he started managing Paperboy, he didn't want to do that shit. He didn't want to do it, but he did it because that's his people. Boom, boom, boom. He got to get some bread. I mean, that's, 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 I just that's, feel like that's he's 75% of America. This is America. That's 75%. That may, I'm not even going there. 75% of human life is just treading in the dregs, bro. Right. Just, buy, just, just right. buying it, just buying your time on earth to do nothing. Right. You do, you're doing what you got to do to get by, not doing what you want to do because you want to do it and it makes you happy. Or, be, or people don't got to fear. They got a fear. They don't got the bravery to take the leap. Jumping off that fucking cliff. You know what I'm saying? So they so they gonna they gonna they gonna die without maybe tapping into twenty percent of their potential. And I thought that earlier in the season we already seen he's got a job offer in LA. He t- he thinking about busting a move and it sounded like that move is gonna have him disconnect from what, what he's been he doing. doing now. Well he was already doing that. I don't know if you remember, like when he first, right before they went overseas on the tour so yeah. that was the end of season two or whatever he had already started doing that shit with that it's an agency that yeah. he's with so i guess this is just them revisiting that he still worked for the agency i thought they was i thought it was a rapper team yeah I thought he was just making that, too much money. I, that's what i thought at first i was like damn did he already take the job in la but then when they, they when they spin it i'm like oh no he's at that agency and he's just an agent and he like man fuck this case can i go do my own case and you can see he was miserable in the room all these white folk and they talking about some corny shit he like, what the fuck is my life in front of him. 
it was a lot of fucking white folk in there, bro. But my point is, is that he clearly miserable with what he's doing and how he's living. And then that D'Angelo waiting room shit. What's up with all of that damn shit in Atlanta where motherfuckers be finding random ass shit and gotta go on scavenger hunts to find certain places and then it be in the weirdest fucking spots and then some weird shit happen. Like, we still don't know where the fuck him and Van was last fucking episode when it was lost in time bro and i just think that i think that every episode we get in these wild metaphors like i think the show this is america the fucking music video was an entire metaphor yeah well and that's, my, you didn't pay that's my point to it you would have missed all types of shit in the background i feel like that was their goal with this final season is that we gonna give you as much reality as much as in your face a dose of we say it here on pma we gonna give you a dose a strong dose of uh, of reality may not like what you hear, yo. It may be uncomfortable, yo. But in order for in order for us to fix problems that we are having in America, yo, shit gotta get uncomfortable, right. bro. We gotta we gotta have those difficult conversations and shit. And Donald Glover they ain't scared of having no difficult yeah. conversations yeah. with yeah. you niggas. Kudos, kudos, kudos. Because like last season with the, the Kevin Samuel on the white ball, that yeah. was a black ball. It was yeah. like, but he's like having an identity crisis. And shit. With the wild tor- real, the bro. wild torturation that was going on that in was, school and all that. That was one of the best. That was one of the best ATL episodes ever. Yeah, it was one of my favorites. Hands down, was one of my favorites, bro. So because this uh, we, we seen the dichotomy with last time we seen with, Kevin with the white man so. with the white man want to do some torturous shit. Black man want to do torturous shit. But black man, of course, is the is he's the enemy. White man getting cheered for the shit, getting given fucking Burger King and whatnot in the back of the fucking police car. But it don't go that way. It's, it's This is America. So I just thought this is another great app, another good, great example of different things that we all dealing with in one way or another in our lives. How do you deal with it? And and, and what's the trials and tribulations that you're dealing with? They even mentioned the fucking when he was telling me, I just made a million dollars. That motherfuckers watch me on Twitch, bro. When I had I I I, I had to pause it because I said so. For those who don't know, click a card. You know we stream. I stream over on Twitch on a regular basis, gaming content, and I thought that was crazy because for some of us who stream, right, we know there's a segment of 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 streamers who get a large portion of viewers in a large bag because of what they do, and some of us deem it. That what you doing ain't even worth what you getting, bro. Let's talk Aiden Ross for a second, right? Because I just instantly, when that when that scene came up, I instantly thought Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross logs into his motherfucking Twitch and goes live and will stream nothing. Stream him fucking just talking for five, six, seven, eight hours. Stream him playing online gambling. Shout out to Aiden Ross. I'm not hating on you. You get a hundred thousand viewers at any given moment. Who knows how many subs? I Kai, know you Kai I know you Kai, banking. Kai Connect, Duke and all them. They get, they get, they get thousands upon thousands of people fucking watch them do a bunch of ignorant shit. And, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna state this real quick. Shout out to Kai. Shout out to Kai. He's now the number one streamer on Twitch. He's got over eighty thousand Twitch subs. For those who don't know, that's a very large bag. But it's taken him a long time to reach that goal and take number one, right? And he was crying on his stream the other day because he was just talking about like, I go on Twitch. You can go on Twitch right now. Twitch, Twitch.com, Twitch.tv.com, right? You won't see a black creator on the front page of Twitch. And he was making that that statement like, my nigga, like, I grind for this shit. I stream 12 hours a day, every day of the week. I grind and you you don't see my community represented on your on your platform. But Aiden Ross, on the other hand, he go in on that motherfucker. And Aiden, if you don't know, is a white boy. And his shit, his shit is not entertaining. Kai, at least Kai, Duke, a lot of these people, this shit's entertaining. 
Aiden Rothschild is not entertaining at all, but he he logs in and 100,000 viewers at any given time. So I thought in this scene, when you hear the white boy talking about, I just made a million live streaming on Twitch. That shit for me was Aiden Ross all over again. Like, it's that easy. You can be the corniest white boy in the world and you're going to get a bag. You can be the flyest black brother in the world and you're going to have to grind for that bag. The same bag. Message. I don't know, man. I like, I like, I like, I like adversity. I do. I like, I like, I like shit that'll test your discipline, test your grind. You know what I'm saying that just make you a better person. It makes you more. It makes you more ready for when shit don't go your way. Cause mm-hmm. and this and this life, not everything gonna go your way. It's it's it's, it's about not being. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave y'all with this. It's about not being problem oriented. Thinking about the problem, but thinking about the solution. Yeah, we gonna always have trials and tribulations, and we gonna always have a, a foot on neck. It's about what you do with it, yo. What you gonna do? You gonna sink or you gonna swim? Message And I don't know about y'all man But I'm Michael Phelps PMA out Bitch From the 215 to 302 We kicking some facts and talking the news We keeping it real while acting the fool So pardon my arrogance and let me holla at you Oh,